back, back again for part two of this podcast with Jeremy. I'm Jason. We've been, uh, it's been a long time since we've been talking about everything that has gone down with the Astros. Yep. You know, one thing, Jeremy, I keep hearing from people or keep reading is everybody's doing it. Everybody was, st- everybody steals signs. Everybody does it. No. Well, maybe Yes but not the way the Astros did it. And number two, oh, they're never going to touch the Yankees and the Red Sox. All these New York City reporters, they're the ones that, you know, because they're Yankee fans, they're breaking this news, and it's because it's their team, and and Major League Baseball is never going to come down on the Yankees and blah, 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 and the Red Sox. My argument is I think they actually would have come down even more harsh on the Yankees and the Red Sox for the type of situation that the Astros found themselves in. Now, it'll be interesting to see moving forward what happens with the Red Sox as that investigation is still ongoing. Yeah, I, I think you're 100% right. I don't disagree with you at all. Um, you know, both those clubs, Red Sox already, with the Apple Watch, was, were disciplined, right? Yeah. With doing things technologically. Logan Morrison came out and said there was four clubs, said Astros, he said Yankees, Red Sox, and Dodgers, right? Okay, let me, let me help you with this, all right? Again, sign stealing is not new. You're 100% correct, Jason. It's how they did it, the way they went about it, and it's, it's in creating a illegal, unfair advantage. It's what they did, all right? But the bigger issue comes from, let's see how valid some of these claims are. Do you remember we talked back on that stage, and I said, it was before the, um, it was before the penalties came, or the nine-minute session before that happened. Yeah. We said, it's not about what they're saying, it's about what they're not saying. The Astros were quiet. Mm-hmm. Ever since that broke, it was quiet. Yes. Nobody said anything. What have the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Dodgers been doing? Because well, it sure as heck isn't shutting their mouth. Especially the Red Sox. When you hear from some of the players, they're, they're, uh, they're basically saying, we feel that our 2018 World Series title is not tainted. Right. That we did. We, I don't want to say that someone went as far as saying they're confident that um, MLB will find that, but... They are certainly, I think, a lot more expressive about what they did compared to what the Astros and how expressive they were when they were under investigation. And the Dodgers, too. I mean, you can't get more vocal than Cody Bellinger. The Yankees, CC Sabathia, if these guys were cheating and it's going to get found out, they're not saying anything. The Astros just showed you what that looks like because they said nothing for months. Even after the verdict came out, they said nothing after that. Yeah, that was that was because they were guilty. People who are guilty in those situations know they're guilty, and that was how you knew it was up. Now look, it was an open. An article came out, so it's not my verbiage. It was an open secret inside baseball. It was. It was an open secret inside baseball. But baseball has a way of taking care of itself. It wasn't the other clubs who went the same way. And the argument of hey, you know, Johnny jumped off a bridge, Jason, so I'm gonna do the same thing. That didn't work with my mom, and it doesn't work today. So we're not, we're not going to continue to go with that. We're just going to have to look at what the Astros have this season, what they expect, and really what the future holds with a lot of contracts. And, man, there's a clip somewhere, I'm sure, of this too, with us talking about <laughs> a lot of contracts coming up to be due real soon. That need, the Astros need to make organizational decisions because there was nothing in the system. Shazam. where we are right now. It's interesting to hear, though. Been in hibernation, Jason. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you have. Uh, what about this idea that the players wouldn't do it if it wasn't for the front office encouraging them? Players are always looking for an advantage, but players on the field 
find ways to get that. And if they steal them, they steal them. But the way, again, it has a way of policing itself. I think the front office led it. I think they came up with it. And I think they turned, turned their back away from it after, you know, they assisted obviously a little bit, but they turned their back away from what was going on and never passed on the commissioner's directive that they couldn't use technology to do it. That's the piece of evidence that, that certainly sealed the fate of mm -hmm. Jeff Luno. Mm -hmm. And I think, from what I understand, helped Jim Crane because it appears Jim Crane forwarded that memo to the appropriate people. And said, make sure we're in compliance. And they weren't. And Jeff said, yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, we are, yeah, sure. Just like the PR they put out after Brandon Tobin's incident, right? Just like the, just like the way they handled uh, pretty much anything that came back to them. It was like, yeah, yeah, it's not us. We're good. Yeah, we're not good. We're good. No, you're not good. You're not good. And like I said, you know, we talked about earlier, you know, it's a one-year suspension. I use the term banished. Banished isn't the legal term. Legal term is suspended for a year. Um, he's banished in baseball, and rightfully so. Okay, I think we've uh, hit all those topics. Dusty Baker seems to be the right guy at mm -hmm. the right time. Mm -hmm. It's funny, whenever you ask him about a certain player, he says, I don't know, I only, from what I've seen on television. Yeah, I just got here. Which is, believe me, it is, it is a perfectly acceptable response. However, will that unfamiliarity, do you think that may hurt them early on when it comes to management within the game, lineup decisions, that kind of thing? Or will he just, will he, le will he lean heavily on Joe Espada and those others, Brent Strom, so much that it won't matter? Well, I, I want to go back to Dusty a little bit and him getting here because, you know, there's some, there's some differential – Differential. There's some differentials between him and, J and uh, James Click, and their contracts and their personalities and how they're doing things. Okay, before okay. you do that, yeah, how is this going to work out? That Dusty Baker is here to win now, mm -hmm. whereas James Click, you got to believe any general manager's job is to win, but also plan for the future. How are they going to balance that? Do you want me to speak freely? Yeah. No, no. Okay, I can tone it back. Okay. All no, right. Tell him. Um, Dusty is not, and I'm not speaking for him, from the outside looking in with the team's expiring contracts, okay? And obviously Altuve and Bregman don't apply here. But Springer's up. I want to say Verlander's up. Mm -hmm. I want, is Granky up? Uh, pretty soon. Granky's up. You have McCullers who's going to hit some kind of free agency soon. Correa in 22, right? Your window is basically shut. You have some young pieces here that would fit. Uh, let's, assume, let's assume you keep Correa because, frankly, I don't think he goes anywhere else now. you got Correa, Bregman, Altuve, you got Alvarez. you got a pretty decent core, but they're all very young. You're very, very light on the mound. You don't have anything really behind the plate. Sorry, I'm not putting big league players down, but championship winners, don't, they don't have a carrying catcher. Um, if Tucker is the answer, he's not, but if he's the answer, he's, he's one of your outfielders. Miles Straw probably fits in center. Guys, it's not a bad team, but it's a young team. It's a young team. And you have to backfill somewhere. So... They're light in the rotation after this year. They're light in the rotation right they're, now. Listen, Jeremy, they're light right now. Yeah. In fact, I don't think they have enough right now. I know fan graphs and all the war and everything has this team as one of the best teams in baseball. That's fine and good, but I don't think they have enough. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I, I think that Dusty's here to try to get him, get him through a very, very difficult time. It's going to be a hard and long season for them in a lot of different ways, personally and emotionally. It's going to take it out of them, and they're going to really see what these guys are made of. Um, so Dusty's the right guy for that.
But Dusty, I don't think, wants to be around for a rebuild. And it's going to be a rebuild. Even if it's a two-year Kickstarter, it's a rebuild, right? If the Astros are out of contention at the break, for whatever reason, or it's not going the right way, don't be surprised to see Springer traded for prospects. Don't be surprised to see Verlander moved to teams where they can go win. Again, I'm not saying that happens. I'm saying these guys are in the final years of their deal. And they're not going to get anything for Verlander. They're not going to offer him you know, the qualifying offer, right? He's not going to take it. Maybe they do. Springer, probably offer him that. He doesn't take it. Go somewhere else. But with the cheating label hanging over these guys, will follow forever. You don't know. Best thing, to do, they can, best thing they can do is if they're not in contention is move these guys and get something back and shorten that window. Now, James Click came from the organization of the decade that Jim Crane, and rightfully so, has been watching closely for a long time, right? People don't remember this, but before he, Jeff Luno got here, his choice was Andrew Friedman, who was in Tampa Bay at the time, before he went to L.A. Friedman turned it down, entered Jeff Luno, okay? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has had an excellent mix of scouting, player development, progressive insights, that's what I'm going to call them now, progressive insights, and old-school teachings. They haven't walked away from things that make the game great. They've tried to augment themselves better. And by the way, who helped them do that? Quite a few guys. But the same guy that built the Astros team in the system, Bobby Heck, that's who helped them do it. Okay? So while you're doing that, while they're trying to look over there, they go get James Click. They go get somebody who's a good administrator, who's extremely capable of the job, who's young, that can grow with this team, who has a chance to put his stamp on the organization. Now, let's talk about James Click for a minute. Okay. James Click is a smart guy. James Click looks like what's going on right now, what is happening around me. I, did, I didn't, you know, but hey. I think anyone would under the circumstances. No doubt. But he got the job. He took the job, and he's probably a pretty good guy for the job at this point because of that. Seems to be steady. Seems to be willing to let it kind of play out around him, learn his people, learn his organization. And regardless of how I feel personally or anybody else feels about personally with the way these guys have behaved – Kevin Goldstein, and the guy's name's uh, Koch Weiser, right? Weiser. Whatever, the, whatever. Codebreaker, okay? However, these, he worked in Seattle, too, didn't he? He did. Yeah, man, we crossed paths there. That's great. Or was it Milwaukee? It was I both. Forget, was it? Yeah, great. Um, my point is, is, as long as these guys are here, regardless of what you feel about what they did, James Click has to learn these guys, and Jim Crane needs some kind of stability. So. I'm sure there's some people in the front office that are untouchable for the time being because you can't dismantle everybody. But I'm also quite certain James Click understands what's ahead of him scouting-wise, what's ahead of him developmental-wise, what's ahead of him front office-wise, how he wants to shape it. And I've been told that they've been mandated to go out and hire people for scouts. I've been told that. They need to go hire scouting. They have the lowest scouting staff in the league, and a lot of it had to do with Jeff Luno getting bonuses for keeping their expenses down. The 30 then expenditures in the league – of course you're not going to hire scouts because those guys are expensive when that stuff adds up. We do it with the Future Star Series, man. I never knew what those budgets were, so I started running around the country on our dime. Then it's like, hey, this, 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 it's expensive. But if you don't backfill your system, you spend more money at the big league level to keep them here. And the Astros are at a crossroads that far too many teams have gone through. James Click is here for the long haul to put people in place to execute so he can make his decision at the highest level, and that's what GM does. If I was James Click and, and you need one starter come July 31st, I'd empty that system and get what you can because I don't know after this. We always, we always say that this is their last best shot, and I think that this is their last best shot. Last year was their last best shot. They didn't win. Now is their last best shot. And 
Thank goodness for those Astros international scouts. Yeah, Because absolutely. without those guys, what does this system have? Well, I will give, I'll give credit there. Eve Rosenbaum did a good job. She did a good job. It was Rosebaum, Rosenbaum. Eve, who went to Baltimore. Uh, I want to say it was Rosebaum. She did a good but job. But a lot of these guys were Oz's guys. Yeah, but Oz did a great job, too. I mean, these guys did a good job. But you're talking about Abreu, mm-hmm. who apparently is – Astros are really impressed with him thus far. Sure. Sure. Now, can he withstand a, a, a large workload? Probably not right now. No, those guys did a good job because the part about international scouting that's really tough is because of the way the um, Caribbean is set up, the, the insights that are analytics that we use in the States are hard to get. Yeah, the numbers aren't reliable because... Matter of fact, there's a lot of scouts with organizations who these analysts have pushed out from the amateur world or even the pro world and sent internationally because that's where you need your evaluators. They want to send them there because those guys can scout and evaluate. Tim Wilkin does a lot of stuff overseas. Mark Snip does a lot of stuff overseas. Sam Hughes, before coming back to the Yankees, was doing a lot of stuff overseas. Garrett, it just, the line is just it keeps going. They, they leave this and they go over there because you have to be able to scout over there. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, look, the Astros right now, this, they have to figure something out. I don't think anybody's going to help them. At the big league level, I think that they're going to have to trade off that roster. I don't think anybody wants Tucker, who's on the roster anyway. I don't think Whitley is a guy they can move at this point. He needs to have a healthy year, so have any kind of value. And frankly, where they sit now, they shouldn't move him. Now he's the guy that you need to – you need him to be who he's supposed to be, right? So I don't, I don't know. It's an Both interesting spot. Guys. Both of those guys, right? For sure. And without four picks the next two years, this is where it comes into play. It's kind of a death sentence. They don't win this year. They're not starting picking for three years, especially with the scouts that they have. Now, I'm not insulting some of the guys they have. Some of those scouts they still have are very good. Yeah, there's a guy named uh, Stevenson who's pretty good. Jimmy's good, and you've got other guys like Gavin Dickey who are good, and there's other scouts out there who are pretty good. Um, but they don't have enough to cover. And so they're going to take their lumps until this happens. But hopefully for the fans of Houston, this is the last year of that because picking in the third round, starting there, you need guys that can scout. I'm going to make a fearless prediction right now. Okay. I'm going to say that zero Astros are voted into the All-Star game. I can't. You're on a roll today. I can't argue that. I can't. I got thinking about this the other day. With all this hate right now. Yeah, well, they get one. I said voted into the All-Star game. The fan vote. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I I can't do it. I mean... You know, the, the, the ex-Astros, the guys that aren't here anymore, are the ones that have acted right. That's because they're not here and they have to deal with it. Garrett, well, yes and no. J.D. Davis uh, initially said, I don't know anything about it. And then I think he, yeah, I know he backtracked on that after the report came out. Sure. But, but I mean, in a, a guy in his position, what's he going to say? Well, Garrett Cole, uh, comments are being swept under the rug, and they shouldn't be. No. They shouldn't be. They should be out there. Because anything that has to do with this, whether it's, it's, it's against them or for them, should be discussed. Mm-hmm. If somebody's going to talk about it, right? That's just, that's just fair. Garrett Cole said, I didn't see anything in 2018. We know for a fact they were cheating in 2018, so he just didn't see it. That's according fine. to the MLB report. So according to the MLB report, we know yep. that they were cheating in 18. There's nothing on 19. Okay, so we can't convict them on what we don't know. We can suspect, and unfortunately, that's part of cheating the way they did it, is everything that happens from there, um, everything else after that suspect. It's just, it, it just is. But 
Cole said, I didn't see anything in, eight, in uh, 19. We played clean in 19. I didn't see anything in 18. He was there for both seasons. So you got to give that some weight, too. Um, I think we can kind of take 19 and say that, that it kind of had run its course, maybe, and that they played that straight, which tells you how good a team they were. So with all of that coming back to bite you now, um, Cole was in a clubhouse where the Yankees are adamant this has been going on. Where I mean, he's Aaron Judge took took down a tweet right. that he congratulated Jose Altuve. Ooh, that's right. And and, and you got I'm Chapman. sorry, that was really childish. No, it's true. It's but stupid. You, but Why he shouldn't? He's just you know that's fine. But that, don't you could take down the tweet, but don't tell people you took down the tweet. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I, th- I think somebody, I think somebody asked him, and, okay. he, and he said yeah. But I mean, you know, look. No, you you're got, right. You're right. You got Chapman. But even that, he should just let it go. Yeah, but you got Chapman. You got Boone. You got Sabathia. You got Judge. You got other people in that con- in that locker room still in that clubhouse. Brett Gardner is the only one that said, "Hey, this is bad for baseball. Let's let it go." Everybody else had something to say. Cole's got to be in there now defending these guys. Cole's Cole and Keuchel, Cole and Keuchel, okay, um, Marwin. These guys are going to be litmus tests for how the rest of these guys are going to be treated when they leave. Because I promise you, these guys, some of these guys are leaving. They're not going to stay here anymore. And so what that does to the Astros in the future really has to do with how they handle right now. To be honest with you, I understand why they did what they did. They want to you know, prove they're good enough. They want to win one more time. And they want to – I get it. I would have traded Springer already. Really? Get four players for him. I'm moving guys before this stuff comes out because I'm retooling my system knowing I have nothing in it. So you, were, you say that you would have traded Springer before the MLB report came out? I'd have traded all these guys and done business as usual. Really? Not Altuve, not some of the guys that you've got to have to keep around. Um, Bregman is immovable because of the attitude. So, I, I mean, that's just what it is. No one wants to play with the guy. I don't believe that. I tell you, no one wants to play with the guy. Okay. I would have done what I had to do to retool the system with players because I don't have anything else. No, it's, it's, it's lean. Lean, 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 lean. There's a guy, was it was Mike from New Hampshire? Can I say that? What was I his guess. name? I forget I the guy's name. The guy's right. name on Twitter is just whatever. He wanted to argue with me about the Astros system. And they have this was ranked and that was ranked. And lo and behold, they're 27th out of 30th. Let me, let me help you. They're 32nd out of 30. They're terrible. Okay. Some of these guys are going to play in the big leagues. They don't have any high-ceiling impact prospects. How's that? And you argued that they didn't, for the most part, last year either, even before the trade. We sat here in the draft where they took Seth, don't buy me a beer. Mm -hmm. Okay? And you and I were sitting here, and I was just looking at the ceiling. I watched the clip the other day. I was looking at the ceiling, and I was just shaking my head. I was laughing the whole time because they passed on Noah Naylor for Seth Beer. I had somebody tell me the other day that Seth Beer wouldn't make their top 300 prospects. Not a joke. <laughs> Not a joke. So, let's, I mean, guys, there's, there's nothing there. It's a long road back. So, the worst thing, could, like, we keep going back. It's so hard to get away from them. We want to talk about the Astros this year. They don't have enough. I'm with you. We want to talk about what's coming in the future. I don't know because there's nothing in the system. So, it's hard to talk about it. We keep coming back to this era that they just cheated in because this was that golden era in Houston baseball where the Astros could say, yeah, but we got one. Like, yeah, we get it. Like, we're barren now. We're starting over, but we got one. It can't happen now. You can say it all you want, but everybody's going, uh uh-uh. Are you sure? Are you sure? You're not really that sure, are you? Are these guys equipped to handle everything that's going to come at them on the road? Man, we're going to find out. 
We're going to find out. I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I don't want to make some road trips. I want to see this in action. You know what I might go? I might go back to Southern California. When I they think play I the might Angels. be going to the first one. Let's go. Okay. Go to Southern California for that. Is that the opening series at it, LA? Uh, it's their, it's um, the second series. For, it's their first road trip. It's April 3rd. It starts, uh, well, actually they go to Oakland before that and then they go to. They to, open to, here. Yes, they open here. And then they, okay, so in, in Anaheim. Yeah. That's where about 800 to 1,000 Dodgers I'm, fans. I'm going. I'm telling you right now, I'm going. I want to watch out with my own eyes. We're going gonna, gonna, gonna to go. We'll do our usual post game. Have a great time talking about what they do. They're so still- let me ask you this. Are the Angels or the A's in a position right now to overtake the Astros? The Astros, talent-wise, are still the best team in the West. But it's not about getting to October. If they, these guys can handle it mentally. Think, what about the A's, though? Uh, they're still the best team in the West. That offense is pretty good. It is. If, if they, I just worry about the pitching. I don't I, think – listen, Lance McCullers coming off surgery – He's not going to throw more than 120 innings, right? I 100% agree. I, you're right. And then what do you have? Nothing. You, you don't. I mean, you don't know. When, and if I'm Granky, he's not going to say it. He's frustrated because you brought him here to pitching game seven of last year, and then all well, of a sudden. He kind of said it. I don't, know if you okay, heard his well, com- I don't know if you heard his comments. I didn't. What did he say? Uh, we were not there for that. We had left. But in his first media session of the spring – he basically, when asked about being taken out of the game, he said, yeah, I was not really surprised because they had been doing it game seven. They had been doing it since I got there. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I got some insight into Zach's feelings. I'm going to leave that alone because that's Zach's business. But yeah. um, I'm, I'm going to tell you that after Verlander and Granke and then McCullers – and if Whitley steps up and he's anything, you're wishing and hoping. Urquidy's the guy based yeah. on his postseason performance, but you know, who knows? That's a wild he's, card. He's still got to learn to pitch in the big leagues. He, he has to go through a full season doing this now. And Whitley, you don't know what you're going to get. Probably was a Triple A start. Yeah, he, he so Austin, well, first of all, to to manipulate his service time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like Tony Clark said, you've got Austin Pruitt. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, great spin rates. Yeah. Okay. Josh James, who has worked on his delivery. He looked really good when I saw him. Now, granted, it was a bullpen. Okay. <laughs> but um, Abreu. I'm not counting the guys out. I, I think they win the West. Get ready for a lot of openers, right? Don't you think we'll see more openers this year? Yeah, I, I, th- I think they win the West, Jason, is what I'm saying. Okay. okay. I don't think they win the World Series. I don't think they win the po- – win the, um, um, you know, get past the first round. I think Tampa Bay is better than they were a year ago. I think the Yankees, they can stay healthy. They're better. They're still the same fastball hunting, swing and miss, ambush type team. But, um, you know, the Red Sox are an interesting time. You know, just looking around the league, Twins are going to be good. Mariners not. A's are going to be good. Um, Angels are going to be okay. They missed a little bit on some things. They should be, they're not going to be bad. But I think the Astros talent-wise are still the class of the West. But I think that's up for grabs after this year. It's over. So, um, again, these guys can mentally handle it. It's another time for postseason baseball. And then Houston can stand on that and say, you know what, we had a good team. It's too bad that what happened happened, but we really had a good team because that they can say. I have the Granke quote. What's the Granke quote? This is from MLB.com. Granke, on being pulled in favor of Will Harris, 
Quote, I was pitching really good. Let two guys get on base. It's just kind of how I was being used ever since I got to the team. I just pitched my five, six innings and let the bullpen do the rest. It's kind of how I was being used. It was kind of expected. Wow. Ooh. Well. I don't know what the tone was. Well, we know, Seth, we know Zach's tone. It's flat. It's flat. Man, you don't want people feeling that way. So he's gone. Okay, so he's gone. Verlander's gone. Springer's gone. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, it's it's not a bleak. It's it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a great year. It's yeah, be a good year. Um, and I hope Houston enjoys it and takes pride in how good this team was. Well, let's start giving credit to people who helped build the team, right? And not the guy who who put his man. There's no way to say it. Not the guy that put his status ahead of what the, what the team means to the city. I say that again. The guy put his status. Ahead of what the team means to the city. Scout, scouting director told me one time, he said, one player, one player can change a draft. One player can change an organization. One player can change a city. One. One. Because the city lives and dies with its team. And if you work for a city, you work for the Astros, you're synonymous with Houston. You're representing Houston. You're not just representing the Astros. If you're an angel, you're representing Anaheim. Not Los Angeles, Angels, it's Anaheim. If you're a Dodger, you're representing Los Angeles. If you're a, an athletic, you're representing Oakland. If you're a Yankee, you think they don't feel New York? I know they do it in Boston. Philly, you can't talk about the team and start not talking about the personality of the city. It doesn't happen. And so you have a duty to the people that are in that city to represent the logo because you're representing the city. And this guy didn't do that. And now you're going to have to now you have to deal with a little bit. So enjoy the year because it's going to be a good year. Let's hope it's a better year, a clean year. Let's hope it's one that removes all doubt from this team because I do think these players deserve an opportunity to do that. And on that note, it's another episode of Extra Bases with Bristol and Booth. Till next time, leave us a comment, give us a review, let us know how we're doing and what you'd like to hear about. For Jeremy, I'm Jason. Thanks for listening.